Hello and welcome to another fantastic live beef festival edition of Beyond the ANC. The podcast that's going to strip its shirt off and rub sun lotion on its flabby white behind. Coming up this week, we're going to be basking in the sun and enjoying some fantastic live music, aren't we, Chris? We are. We're hoping... Well, we are going to be interviewing Keen a bit later on, as well as seeing them live. So we're going to be reporting throughout the day. Um, right now, we're, um, we're going to work out exactly what these, these fantastically camp wristbands allow us to go and do. And uh, take a look at the site. So we'll, um, we'll head off now. So we <laughs> we've arrived. We have arrived at the V Festival 2009 in Chelmsford. Um, Chris, what, what do you make of it so far? I mean, you've never been to a, a British festival before. No, well, I've been to Middlesbrough Music Live, but it's not really the same sort of thing with the camping and uh, you know such a, a bigger site. Although that said, the first thing that struck me was it's not a massive site really for however many thousand people. No, it's really not. I mean, it's quite it's quite compact. Um, I mean, just looking now. I can just see over to the left, I can see our... I think that's the main stage over there to the left. And I can see the back of the main stage to the right. You can see them all in the same shot with the the tent just in front of us. So it is a very small site. Yeah, it surprised me really. I was expecting something much bigger. I mean, I've heard at Glastonbury you have to walk for hours to get anywhere. And this is not... That's not the case here. Definitely. I mean, this is... It doesn't It doesn't really compare to Glastonbury, but it's still, it's still fun in its own right anyway. Um, now... The V Festival's been running now for, I have to check on this, but I think it's about 12, 13 years. I can remember there being a, a V in 1996 when uh, I think it was at Leeds and at Chelmsford here. Um, but since then, it's now become Staffordshire and Chelmsford. And um, it's drawn an increasing number of people. I think this, this site's way bigger than when I was here six years ago. Um, so who's actually playing today, Chris? Um, well, the headliners are Oasis and Keen, and then we've also got um, The Enemy, Paolo Natini, I think Natalie and Brilli is playing, I wouldn't mind seeing her if we can. Um, there's Lady Gaga, MGMT, British Sea Power, um, uh, did we say Snow Patrol? We didn't. Snow Patrol? Yeah. Um, no, it's, um, it's a, quite a good lineup in, in some ways. Um, you know, if uh, if you you're into those bands, that's uh, you know they're, they're pretty big hitters. If you listen to Absolute Radio, this is your kind of festival. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so we've just been, you know, it's baking hot, absolutely baking hot. Um, the m- most pressing concern for me is trying to um, keep up with the the cricket, despite the fact there's absolutely no mobile reception here at all. Yeah, it is going to be a difficult one, but I'm sure word will spread around. Um, so we're off in a second to um, try and find where the band are backstage because um, we're going to be doing a little bit of an interview with them uh, and we'll uh, report back. Well, that was, that was kind of weird but nice in the same kind of way, wasn't it, Chris? It was. It was absolutely sweltering in there in the dressing room. It was like a sauna hotter than a motherfucker. It was... Oh, I'm so hot. Um, when, whenever the video goes up, you'll see us, uh, Chris and I, sweat rolling down our faces while the band try and look relatively cool, I think. Yeah, I, ho- I hope the video comes out okay, but, uh, and you enjoy the answers that the band gave, because they, they made me laugh quite a few times, I've got to say. It was a very humorous interview. Yeah, good, good times. I mean, I don't want to preempt too much of it, but I mean, it's, it's, sometimes it's just really nice to see, you know, Tom and Tim in full flow, working off each other, and, you know, you can tell there's, you know, it's nice seeing two friends just having a bit of a laugh. It's, as well. 
and Richard as well. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. It's no, I'm I'm just thinking back to a couple of specific things and not trying to, you know, say that Richard has a, you know, I'm not trying to belittle him or anything. No, it was it was a really nice interview and and well, thanks to them for asking us to do it, which was a, an honor really. And we hope you like it. But we are we're off so we can first of all um cool down a bit, get ourselves a beer and something to eat. And um then a bit later on we've we've heard talk of um an acoustic set going on um, for acoustic radio somewhere on the site so um, we're going to go and have a bit of a hunt for that What a day um, Chris and I have been spending the day at uh, the V Festival in Chelmsford today um, It's been glorious hasn't it? It's been absolutely boiling weather which makes for a lovely festival although it's been just too, just too hot if anything that's the only problem Feel the burn yeah. Feel the burn. Um, yeah, just uh, while we've been here, um, I've been trying to keep tabs on what's been going on in the cricket, and we found out just a second ago that England had won the Ashes moments before we saw um, Keane doing an acoustic set. Really, really nice acoustic set. So it just seems seems like such a perfect day today. Yeah, I mean the acoustic set was special for me because I, I thought it felt pretty kind of natural and unscripted. Actually, the then spiralling kind of was a bit kind of funny, and it was almost like they hadn't planned what it was going to sound like, but. Uh, but yeah, it was a really enjoyable set actually, and I thought I thought that you know they came across really well and were joking a lot. So it seemed, they seemed like they wanted to be there, which is always what you want to see when you're watching a band. Yeah, really sort of. I noticed that. I guess people will see this when they see our, our video interview, which is going to be something to be coming soon um, that we recorded with them earlier on today, and it seemed. It's really nice and you know friendly, jovial, jokey. It's a nice atmosphere at the moment. Everyone's having a great time, apart from the one thing that's put a downer on it is Oasis cancelling, which uh, has upset a lot of people, because uh, apparently what happened is last night they walked off stage saying, you've been a really difficult crowd, and then mysteriously have got ill today, so they can't make it to this leg of the V Festival. Yeah, just don't fancy it um, now. Um, of course, this does present a difficult situation now for um, Keane, because before they were up against Oasis... Um, and what, what people were doing yesterday from people I spoke to who went to Stafford, um, you had the people who wanted to see Snow Patrol and then come over and see, uh, see Keane. And you had the people who were watching the band that were on before Keane, uh, The Enemy, who all wanted to go over and watch Oasis. So you had sort of a nice sort of um, switch around of people. Um, however, what's going to happen tonight is that Snow Patrol and Keane are going to be on at the same time. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see exactly what people do. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure which way people are lopped, although hopefully they won't have heard about Oasis, and they'll still come and see Keen. Who knows? So, let's talk a little bit about that acoustic set that we've just seen. It's in this, this clandestine part of the, uh, the back of this festival arena, um, right by sort of the, like, the trackways that you can hear in the background of us now. Um, and basically, it's a... Um, it's sort of a, a private area for listeners of Absolute Radio who've won some sort of competition or other. Um, so it was very, very difficult to get inside, like an impenetrable kind of fortress. Yeah, even with you, you were given a pass, weren't you, to get inside, and a triple A pass, and access all areas didn't mean access all areas, apparently, so... Yeah, not access all areas that aren't controlled by Absolute Radio, and, um, no, it was, um, it was a lovely set. They started off by playing, uh, The Lovers Are Losing, um, which is the nice, nicest song acoustically, isn't it? Yeah, and then they moved on to Spiralling. Uh, followed by 
everybody's changing, and then they quickly threw one in at the end as well, because uh, it sounded like they didn't have time, or, you know, they didn't even, they weren't even planning it, but then we got a little blast of uh, Summer Any We Know, which obviously went down very well. Yeah, really, just a really, uh, a really nice atmosphere and appreciative as well. It didn't feel like, a, you know, some kind of, like, corporate um, thing. It sounded, you know, very organic, and it was, you know, it was really good. Yeah, I mean, because it was such a small tent out of the way, the people who were the, there wanted to be there to see Keenan, and it was, yeah, everyone there was really into it. There was no one just sort of sitting around or anything. Um, we're being interrupted by Keen's manager, who is, is gesturing at us. Is that well? And that's Jesse as well. What a bunch of vagabonds. <laughs> uh, when we went along to do the interview earlier, we saw Adam, Adam bronzing away outside. Um, what a physique that man has. Absolutely. Keen's best asset in terms of fashion and style, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been one of those sorts of days, hasn't it? It's been a great day so far, and we've just got a keen set to look forward to, so we'll report back on that later. Wow, so we're just out, we're sitting in the car, and we are slowly leaving the V Festival, where Keen have just completed an amazing headline set. Our voices are still a little bit sore. What did you think of it, Andrew? Fucking awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm sucking a fruit sherbet. A staple of any car. Um, to try and get my, my voice back. No, it was, it was fucking great. Really brilliant. It was an absolutely fantastic set list, and... Let me tell this. Let me tell this. Can I tell you? An uncle. Bed shape finishes. Maybe there'll be an encore. Um, what do we say? Maybe under pressure because they, they did play it yesterday. And um, well, we got a cover of Cast No Shadow by Oasis. No shitting. No shitting. given that they cancelled so yeah that was, that was very nice and then another cover in Under Pressure which you know again went down fantastically so two covers in the in the encore but I mean the main set was brilliant as well I mean it was a fairly kind of standard set but there was like um, Leaving So Soon was in there and You Don't See Me so there was a bit of variation I think from, from the usual as you tell we are genuinely driving now this is, this is the least safe podcast ever recorded <laughs> yeah drinking and driving is not okay Drug driving, not okay. Podcast and driving, podcasting and driving, a okay. We think that's okay. No one said it's not okay yet. So anyway, um, I don't know where we are. I think we're on the A414 towards Harlow. I think that's a good place to finish and resume this later. Beyond.
So we're now on the M11 in relative safety, so we thought we'd uh, chat through the set list a bit. Um, yeah, as we said, it was you know fairly standard set list, but uh, with some interesting festival editions, such as You Don't See Me and uh, A Bad Dream, and Nothing In My Way as well. Yes, yeah, the, the first time I've heard Nothing In My Way for quite a while now, and um, no, it was, it was nice to hear it back. A Bad Dream was a bit of a surprise as well, wasn't it? I know you're not usually a fan of that song. I'm going to be honest, like, tonight, tonight I actually really liked it, it was, I, I don't know what it is, like, it seems so staid and ploddy, but I don't know tonight whether it was just the, the, the piano was a bit higher in the mix, and it just seemed a bit more louder and a bit more immediate, and I think that's, a lot of it was down to the performance of the mix rather than, you know, the song itself, so, yeah, it, it just sounded really punchy tonight. Yeah, it was actually fourth in the set list, so I mean, usually you'd think, oh, that'd kill the set list or whatever, but yeah, I, I think they've taken away a, a, a bit more of the backing, in fact, and you know, it, it did seem a bit kind of raw, and certainly Tim, uh, through the whole performance, was really, really going for it, I thought, and in the solo of A Bad Dream, he was, you know, absolutely, you know, hammering away with, with some really kind of, you know, you know, when guitarists do those um, guitar solos and make those, pull those masturbation faces, Tim was doing that for the piano. I don't pull any faces when I masturbate, Chris. Yes. Um, moving swiftly onwards, um, Leaving So Soon was a great addition, I thought. I mean, I've always loved that song, and I think, I think for as a, you know, as a festival song, it's like a rock song to get a festival crowd jumping around. I think, I think it worked pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I, um, I think actually as well, you've got a, like, a bit of a note to the crowd, because I thought, given that Oasis had pulled out, I was was kind of concerned that there was going to be a little bit of a, um, I don't know, a laddish kind of atmosphere to things, um, but actually, um, everyone was really, really into it, and I mean, you know, there are, you know, lots of guys with their shirts off, you know, really sort of like bounding about and throwing piss over people, but they were really, really into it, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I've got to agree with you, I mean, it was the enemy on before, before Keane on that stage, so we thought, you know, people who would normally have chosen to see the enemy and then gone over to the main stage to see Keane would just, uh, to see Oasis, sorry, would just stay around and, you know, heckle Keane and make, you know, make a nuisance. You know, chuck a few bottles, chuck a bit of piss, basically tear shit up and, you know, just like have a bit of a, you know, a tantrum that Oasis had pulled out, basically. And that wasn't, that wasn't the case at all. Like, people, people were there to enjoy themselves, definitely. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, a really kind of... Yeah, really good atmosphere, good positive atmosphere. It always surprises me how well Bedshapes received, you know, for, for a slow piano ballad, which is what it is. People, you know, it's one of the big crowd pleasers for everyone, not just Keen fans. Yeah, to be honest, in terms of, in terms of Keen festival sets, that, that, was a t- that was right up there, top festival set as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Tom and the band certainly seem to be enjoying it, as they always do, and, you know, telling us that it was one of their, their highlights, but... Uh, I'm still absolutely knocked out by um, by Castner Shadow. It's the funny thing is, we've talked about this at so much length over the last not just the last two years since we've been doing the podcast, but over the last four or five years that um, there's never been that spontaneity to just say, wouldn't it be awesome if we could do X, Y, or Z? You know, pull out a surprise cover or something, um, and you know, it's it's just it was just fucking mind-blowing and I don't want to overplay it because I mean it was you know it was just sort of a simple acoustic thing but I mean just the fact that they did it and it really captured the imagination of the crowd as well and they were really into it and I thought that was that was absolutely fucking awesome 
in a way, it was sort of having a dig at Oasis, but then at the same time, the fact that Tom got up there on an acoustic guitar and did that song solo, and you know, knew all the chords and the words, you know, showed that they obviously, you know, had a lot of respect for that Oasis in that period anyway. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and uh, to be honest, I think they probably out- outscored Snow Patrol and the crowd um, stakes as well. Having uh, having the two up against each other, I was you know I was curious to see who'd probably have more people. But you know the, the keen crowd for, on that second stage looked absolutely massive um, to right towards the end. So I think obviously some people had um, been bored to tears by Snow Patrol and come over to see the the real show. Yeah, definitely during Crystal Crystal Ball, which was you know right near the end, I, I did notice you know it felt like a, a surge of people pushing forwards. So that, that was brilliant. Top a top set. It's a, just at the end of an absolutely amazing day. I'm 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 yeah, I'm I'm knocked out really. Yeah, me too. I've lost my festival virginity now, and you know I'm ready to see Keen at more festivals. Well, that's all from this edition of Beyond the INC, and we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. What an amazing day. What an amazing set from Keen. Um, a great interview, we hope, but I think you'll all be the judges of that. And uh, as the 23rd of August ticks over into the 24th of August, and we speed back to London on the M11, it's good night from me, Andrew. And good night from me, Chris. See you soon. Bye.